is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. What is up, Clone Army? Welcome back. We've been gone for like maybe a year. I don't know. No, not really. But <laughs> it's been what? Maybe two two weeks. I two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> how long are you staying on Mars? Two weeks. <laughs> so how long do you plan to stay on Mars? Two weeks. Have you brought any fruits or vegetables onto the planet? Two weeks. Excuse me? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> oh, I love Total Recall. Oh man, it's the best. And that's, I, th- I honestly think the last time we recorded, we were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, weren't we? Oh man, that totally. Rem- yeah, I thought we were. Something we were talking about, about like uh, Running Man and the Running Man Commando and stuff. Oh yeah, those were the good ones. Those were the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> but Last Action Hero was pretty cool, man. I don't remember that movie at all. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was just like off the wall, like action. It comes through the screen. You know, the guy's got like a f- smiley face in his eyeball. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it breaks the fourth wall or something. Is that what it's, you know, what you do? Okay. When it comes through the screen, is that is that right? Uh, kind uh, of. I know like of. when you talk to the camera and stuff that's what that is but what, so what happens when you thing. when you go into the movie theater mm. you know that's what happens in that movie so it's like it's just like a you know last action hero yeah i mean just like that was just a wild experience i remember liking the soundtrack for the movie oh. i think there was like a really good alice in chain song in there that, that's right okay look that up we have to look that up all right we got we digress <laughs> but anyways Hello to the clone army out there. Oh, wow. I almost forgot, you know, the most important part. How does it go again? We're the, uh, the oh, foremost yeah, yeah. accidental podcast. This side <laughs> of the galaxy. <laughs> the foremost. I thought we were the, the bestest, <laughs> the best of the best. The bestilla. Yes. A <laughs> hey, bestilla from Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, wow. nice. Yeah, we're just all over the place. <laughs> anyway. And it's time for Star Wars trivia. <laughs> I don't know. You know, talking about best accidental Star Wars podcast, like our father before us. Uh, yeah, I totally botched it, but it's okay. Everybody knows. You listen. Yeah. I don't want to mention the user's name or anything, but we had another five-star review on iTunes. And yes, the person found us on accident. And uh, they said that we are now their favorite Star Wars podcast. How about them apples? So how funny could it be to be like, um, I'm going to check this out, which I think is a different podcast. And then the first thing you hear is the best accidental podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, we know. We know you found us on accident. It's all right? good. Yeah, you're going to have fun, though. You don't like it. Just stick around, you know? Heck yeah. 
we know. We know what you're doing. We're watching. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for anyone new that just found us accidentally, I'm Mark Trooper Fives, and he is Commander Quattro's Human Cyber Relations. I have robot arms. <laughs> yes, brought it back. <laughs> Did I went back and and heard that part? Um, yeah, I forget which note. Was that fifty two? 53, I think 52 or 53. And, yeah. and I hear myself laughing <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, bringing up you doing your robot dance and I could picture it. I'm on the road for work and I'm <laughs> listening to this, picturing it and I'm just cracking up. <laughs> I have robot arms. <laughs> Robots talk like this. I'm bringing it back. You guys got to listen to 53. It's hilarious. Was yeah. it 52 or 53? Both of them. Just listen to both. Yeah, just listen good. to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Go back I mean, to our entire catalog. Unfortunately, you can't go back to one through like 10, but uh, that's yeah, a story that's, for a different time. That's the Ma- old. Miles will tell you. The old Clone Army Radio era. Yes. But, uh, you know, we are called Clone Army Radio and something we haven't really been looking at or talking about or anything for a while was the Clone Wars. And right. we always have a good time talking about the Clone Wars. So the commander over here brought up, uh, what is it? Season four's, mm-hmm. uh, season four, episode 20, Bounty. The quicker picker upper. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick, before we even like discuss anything about it, when I say real quick, I mean, give me like the short, short version. <laughs> uh-huh. What? Was there something that like brought you to this episode? Like, because I know you watched you what last year you finished watching the Clone Wars for the first time for the last time, and uh, right, uh, right. right. <laughs> um, was there anything about this episode or something sparked your something that you were like, oh hey, I want to revisit this one? Yes. Well, what happened was, you know, Boba Fett's getting his series right. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up in a few weeks here, uh, which I'm super excited for. I love that. What under the helmet was that? What it was called? I love like every second of that. I love how he gets his own little, you know, intro movie. And I was yeah. thinking, um, I was like, I've, I had like this vague memory of a Clone Army, Clone Army, a Clone Wars um, episode <laughs> where it was like a young Boba Fett, and I'm like, wait a minute. It's going to be, they're going to like pull stuff from him or something. You know what I mean? And, and so like, it's got to connect, right? So maybe some, some things that are going to happen in this new show were, are planted in this episode. So oh, I, okay. I figured like, let's, let's look at the show and see if we can't find something that, um, well, that, that could be explored in the future, you know, cause you know, this is probably his first, like, um, now, I mean, there's other episodes that he's in before this, right? Yeah. But I think this is when, I don't know, I think he's like, he was looking for revenge in that one, but I think this is like, he's in bounty hunter mode, right? Cause he's got like a bounty hunter troop with him. And so I think he's on his path. I think it's the beginning of his bounty hunter path or, or whatever. So okay. I thought maybe it was worth exploring to see if, if we can find some, some um, some some hidden potential story arcs. All right, cropping up in here. I like that. I like that idea. 
Does he show up in Rebels? Because I've never really watched all of Rebels. Um, honestly, I don't know. I've been kind of rewatching Rebels here and there, um, but I haven't seen him yet. So, okay, yeah, I I'd have to get back to you on that one. It's a pretty tall order. Um, okay. But okay, cool. Yeah, I actually want to touch on what you were saying, but I don't want to just yet. Um, I wanted to first. Well, first, I wanted to mention that this episode was written by Katie Lucas. Yeah, uh, I just saw. I just saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, I've I've watched this. I mean, we were supposed to what record a couple weeks ago, right? So I watched it a couple weeks ago, and then I just rewatched it again today to kind of refresh my brain. And I saw Katie Lucas, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So, I don't know. I, I wonder if they'll ever, if she'll ever be interested in doing anything else Star Wars involved. I don't know. I mean, this this episode to me, like, I you know, I didn't know what season it was. I didn't know like where it landed and how it fit in. But I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, that was a really really good episode. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was a super solid episode. Like, um, so, you know, a standalone, it might be, this might be one of my favorite clone wars episodes. Okay. So, so, because it does, it's got nothing to do with, you know, the, the clone wars other than, you know, Ventress and you're exploring, you know, other factions and stuff. I mean, this is good stuff. Mm hmm. Um, Speaking about Ventress, I reading the fortune cookie at the beginning. Yeah. It says who we are never changes, who we think we are does. Right. I totally think that that's all about Ventress, especially because I rewatched the episode before this one called Massacre and she goes through some some stuff. Um, but I think that the fortune cookie is is kind of deep-ish. And it it can pertain to a lot of things in Star Wars and in the real world. But I like with Ventress, I think that I think that this character has always had a lot more good in her than bad. But because of all the cards dealt to her, it's all she really knows is being bad, being evil, being a criminal. So she starts to believe that that's all she is. Um, and then also she something else about her that I noticed also in uh, the dark disciple book. She never wants to get very close to anyone because she fears losing them, which is seriously like one of the biggest themes in star Wars fear of loss. Right. You know, I know that dark disciple book has a little cheese factor to it, but I think if, if even you, but listeners out there, if you haven't read it, check it out. It, it goes into a lot of depth with Ventress, which I like. I think this episode, it's funny because you're kind of saying that this is a Boba Fett um, focused episode, which I think it is in a lot of ways, but I think it's really I see a lot of um, focus on Ventress here and, and oh. her new path. Right. It's um, I, Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a, a Ventress episode. She's star, but Boba Fett's like the co-star of the episode. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, but we get to see a, we get to see some character traits of um, our co-star. That's that's kind of like what you know I wanted to focus on. But 
you know, you know, Ventress going through her, you know, what makes this the episode so dynamic is, yeah, because you get to kind of see, you know, her kind of like path change and, and, you know, her, you know, situation and then um, kind of, um, you know, well, who she wants to become kind of come out, you know, because mm-hmm. she can make choices here that can go, you know, bad or good. And she just, you know, she makes some some pretty critical choices. Yeah, so it's kind of you know the the who what is what is it again? Who we are never changes. Who we think we are does. And to fast forward to the end, I think she's starting to get that whole who we think we are does part. I think I'm this awful person, but I'm not. She, I mean, again, to jump forward to the end, she lets those people go. Of course, she makes some money off of it at the same time. But do you, uh, do you, I mean, did you have any thoughts on the, the fortune cookie as far as did you think about it at all while you were watching the episode? Um, um, no, I didn't really have much thoughts on it. Okay. Gotcha. You know me. I try to sometimes look for like any hidden stuff, any deeper meanings to things and whatnot. Um, which I blame you because you always point out the fortune cookies. So now yeah. like, I, I look at those and I'm like, I have those on my mind when I'm watching the episodes. But anyways, to kind of go back to what you were saying about Boba Fett, this is, I believe, the first time we see uh, Boba Fett in charge of his crew. And, you know, it doesn't really go very well, <laughs> as, you know, we'll talk about, I'm sure. But we see at least in in the teaser trailer for the book of boba fett that he's basically what he's taking over for he's taking over jabba's position is kind of what i've gathered at least so he wants to be a crime boss so this might be a second chance at being in charge right. of something yeah um, maybe he learned some lessons here right you know do you think boba fett do you think he's leadership material from what we know of him yet? Like so far, that's the thing. That's the thing they don't explain. It's like, how is he in charge of as, how is he in charge of the troop? Like how is, you know, that's why I wanted to ask you, like, how does he become the alpha in the room? You've got, I mean, you've got like every storm, every, every, um, bounty hunter in, in his, that you know of like mm-hmm. every top level bounty hunter, not top level, all of them, but like, you know, you got Bosk, like Bosk is, is, is following his lead. And like, is that Dengar too? Oh yeah. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. Dengar is, is one of them. You got that, the girl with the, with the, I don't know like who she is. I forgot her name. Uh, Lats Razi. Lats Razi. And then you've got, um, like how did he become like, what did he do to achieve, all right, fellas, you're listening to me, you know, now go get me a milk on the rocks. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I'm only like 10 years old. <laughs> I don't get it. Like how, how did he, how did he do it? It's funny that you ask and that we were both thinking it too, because when Ventress comes into play here, she doesn't take him seriously immediately. She's just like, yeah. you know, who the bleep are you? <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I know that 
I think it was earlier, like a different, it might've either been this season or the previous one when he tries to get his revenge on Mace Windu and he's working with um, like Aura Singh and stuff. So I don't know if maybe people saw like his ambition, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, put myself in the shoes of like Bosk or even Dengar. Would I really follow this kid who's right. unproven? As far as I'm concerned, he's unproven and hasn't really lived enough to know well, the way of the world. That's the thing. That's what I'm talking about is like, he must be proven. Like this isn't their first rodeo. Like, uh, yeah. Ventress kills one of their members, right? And you know, you don't, you don't develop. So like, there's an, there's even another guy. We don't even know like who, how, you know, like what he was capable of. And, you mm-hmm. know, and he, he obviously was probably like one of their gung ho guys. Cause for some reason he, he needs, he, he needs to pick a fight with Ventress cause she's like new. <laughs> okay. Um, like, oh, you mean the guy that th- that, that she killed? Yeah, that she kills. Yeah, at the, oh, in the bar. I thought he was. I thought he was like hitting on her, like trying to, you know, be all smooth and stuff. And she just wasn't having it. Oh, either way, he's pretty brave for you know. Yeah, for for, for approaching her. Right. <laughs> I mean, and really, hasn't people in Star Wars learned by now? Don't bother especially, someone in a cantina, <laughs> especially this cantina. Isn't this the most Isaac cantina? Uh, I, I would think so. It felt like it was. <laughs> yeah. So like, once again, we're in like the only building that exists. You see all these buildings on Tatooine, but only like <laughs> we only go into this building in most Eisley. <laughs> and it's all like the same people. They're all still in there. Like, dude, these guys are a bunch of losers. Like they don't, <laughs> you know, it's all like uh, the Greedo guys. And, uh, you know, like, dude, get a life. 20 years later, they're still sitting there like just drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well this is up. actually before a new hope though so right so yeah well you know look watch cheers how many seasons was cheers on i know they all Dude. sat in the same chair wearing mostly the same clothes what's the guy what's what's the race with that big that that swoopy head guy oh um uh the authorian yeah the authorian i mean come yeah. on to get a job bro like you know <laughs> Yeah. Maybe Pick he's up. maybe he's the Moss Eisley um, mailman. Yeah, <laughs> the band is the same band. I mean, dude, don't you get another gig? Like, pick up a <laughs> pick up another uh, another day at a different bar. I don't know. It's pretty sad. It's pretty sad that those people had those aliens and, and bands and have not moved on. <laughs> like they're holding on. Like this is it, man. This is the, just the pinnacle of our existence. You know, hanging out here in Mos Eisley Cantina. Um, I'm like, all right. I mean, there's other things. You know. Hey, I mean, the music was different, at least. Yeah, that's true. They did. Yeah, they played a new song. <laughs> or, or diff- <laughs> I think they played it backwards. <laughs> you know, I just so I just want to see some drive, some motivation. So you know, no wonder. It's so dusty outside. Eh? You know, pick up a broom. <laughs> Sweep up a sand. <laughs> <laughs> Sweep the streets. I don't know. Pick up Home the desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they obviously have jobs because they're paying. You can't, you can't drink for free. You know, where, where are they getting the credits from? I mean, I know the bounty hunters are, are, are hustling. You know, they're doing a good job. But come on. Obviously, off screen stuff is why. They're following Boba 
I'm assuming, but he just yeah. seems like, you know, to, to age us a little bit. He seems like the chicken hawk. I'm a chicken. Oh hawk. yeah, dude. Good, <laughs> good freaking analogy. Yes. I'm a chicken hawk. I'm a big bad boy. Yeah. And I go, okay, and you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's just, you know, like you said, he seems like he's got something to prove. Um, did he know. recruit these guys? I mean, it's like, you know, hey, Bosk, I heard you're the best, but, you know, you're going to work for me now. And he's like, oh, am I? He's like, yeah. All right. Well, I'll see where this goes. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> unless he's like giving Bosk most of his cut of a bounty, you know, like oh. here, I'll, I'll pay you more to work with me. And that's, I mean, usually, you know, money talks. So, yeah. I mean, it's. Bosk seems to me like like he doesn't need to be in a group. Yeah. You know? Well, he was on uh, that planet where Ahsoka and those other younglings were. Oh, amongst other Trandoshans. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like, you know, he's away from that whole, his race. I, I think he can go solo here. Like, what's binding him to Boba? Like, this is my major, like, question in the, of this episode. Is what does Boba have that these people are? Because, um, because here's you know, cause, you know, spoiler alert, like he's not like you know a ferocious guy or anything. <laughs> he's pretty straight up. Like he's pretty, he's pr- you know, pretty much a good guy. So why are these like henchmen attached to him? Yeah, I don't know. Riddle me that. <laughs> <laughs> It, it really doesn't make much sense to me. And, and to be quite honest, the first time I rewatched this, I was like, this is kind of weak. Um, because there's no, there's nothing telling us why they work for him. Yeah. And he's okay. just, he's just this little kid. That's like, you know, I'm, I'm a clone. Does he know he's a clone? Is that why? I don't know. I don't know. But, Jacob Fett was my dad and he was tough. Yeah. Right, dad. Um, Does he drive around in space, uh, um, uh, his his dad's spaceship, you know, now? I mean, and they're like in awe, like he's got this awesome spaceship. Well, we didn't see it in this episode. I know. Like, where's it at? Like, where's he hiding it? Yeah. Because his his dad is dead right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's an orphan. I mean, is he the ultimate, like, BA? Like, we don't know. Like. I mean, he handles himself in a fight a little bit on here, but gets overwhelmed. So I don't know. I I didn't see any reason in this episode that would lead me to think that these people should be willingly working with him. Unless they're friends, they hang out a lot, but Yeah. They run in the same circles and they're like, All right, let's let's group up. Just like being in, you know, starting a band, like, Oh, you play this and you play that. Okay, well I guess we're in a band now. Yeah. You know? Okay. We need a singer. Well, okay. I know a guy. There you go. We're right. off to the races. You know, three years later, you hate each other and, you know, <laughs> you don't talk and, you know, you're all fighting about the $5 that you made at the show. So it's like <laughs> pretty much what happens in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so, so basically Ventress, or not basically, but Ventress lightsabers this guy and pretty much locks herself into taking his spot on the crew. Because Bosk tells her, um, I actually wrote the quote because I thought it was funny. Join our merry band of bounty hunters or we turn you over to the authorities. Like, is she really taking him seriously? 
She doesn't care about the authorities. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was going to stab him with the lightsaber, to be honest. <laughs> I know. That's a good point about the lightsaber. Does she use the lightsaber uh, at all? Like the, uh, that much in this episode? I don't remember it coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. She uses them yeah. a lot, but, oh, okay. but what I've noticed, um, jumping ahead quite a bit is that she doesn't seem to kill anyone with them, oh. which I've found kind of uncharacteristic about her, uh, which, which also led me to, you know, reading more into her change being a big focus of this episode. Mm. She was doing more Jedi. You know, if you want to go with lightsaber wielder, she was being more like a Jedi in this episode than a Sith. Is this the last episode we see Ventress in, in the, uh, the clone wars? No, no. We see her after that. All right. Um, I watched everything all out of order, so I, I don't remember. Right. Yeah. No, we see her again. I don't know about season four, but definitely in season five. Okay. But which I'm trying to figure out honestly where that Dark Disciple book because that was supposed to be a I think they said an eight episode arc or something. It was supposed to be a huge arc. Um but I was trying to figure out where that all fell in place because she has hair in the book, so it has to be sometime after what's happening in this episode, but oh. She's like full on, you know, spoiler alert ish, I guess. She's a full on bounty hunter in Dark Disciple. And this is like her first job in this episode. So I thought that was kind of a cool, um, considering I just recently finished the book again. It's kind of cool to watch this and see sort of where she started her new path. Very cool. Uh, Um, I was just switching. um, I'll be, uh, switching gears on you here real quick because uh, I was just queuing up some of the of the video and I noticed uh, you know I was listening to, I was looking for that quote to the boss quote you know mm-hmm. the did you the um, was it uh, Bradley D. Baker is, is voices Bosk oh does he yeah okay I didn't know I, that I, I saw that on IMBD so like if Bosk shows up on um, on the new you know Boba Fett show in, 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 you know, they do the voice and it might be, you know, uh, Bradley Baker doing it. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. That guy's like super talented and yeah, he, needs, he, you know, he needs to be all over like live action somehow, you know, if they, even if it's just using their voice, that'd be something cool to, to look forward to, you know, a little, yeah. little Easter egg. One, one other thing I noticed and you go to three minutes, 40 seconds. Okay. Is that uh you can rewind a little bit maybe. Uh is that Cad Bane coming out? He comes out of like a like a building. You talking about the guy with like the saucer hat? Yeah, the dog. No, that's uh that H- that's a Hondo, right? No, Embo. Embo? Yeah. The- okay. Oh, and there's a yeah, uh sitting there in the chair that's uh at 338. Dengar. Right there on the porch, waiting, waiting. Three thirty-eight. Yep. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> I never liked Dengar. Why? Why I, don't people? Yeah. Why don't people don't like him? Well, for me, it, he looks like somebody that just tried to dress up like a mummy for Christmas or for Halloween, and like the wraps just didn't stay on. <laughs> so he's got all these silly bandages on his head. He just—I don't know. To me, I always thought he looked stupid. 
Okay. But also his power of the force action figure never stands. He always falls over. And, oh, for real? And I have off on one of my shelves um, the bounty hunter scene from The Empire Strikes Back where they're all standing there and Darth Vader's talking to Boba Fett. And I actually had to use like like sticky putty stuff and put them <laughs> on Dengar's feet. Because I didn't want to put a stand. Like, I have little stands that have pegs for their foot. You know, there's a hole in their feet that you can yeah. put them on. But I didn't right. want to put that on the display. So I just used, like, the sticky stuff to stand him up. And he still falls over. So, for real? yeah, Dengar's on my list, man. I don't can, like him. Can you <laughs> counterbalance his, his backpack or something? What looks small rocks or something? To, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to kind of keep him afloat there. I don't know. That's that's what's why. How many Dengars do you have, and how how mad does that make you? I have one Dengar, and I will never buy another. How how hard <laughs> was it to buy a Dengar? Like, oh, um, that that is one of the. It's the power of the force, and it was in the huge box that my older brother got me a long time ago when I was a oh, kid. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't have to buy him or anything. I mean, I'm sure you could probably jump on you know, whatever now and buy that power of the force figure for pretty cheap. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't. He's <laughs> <laughs> making you all mad thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to just cut him out of the scene. Just be like, get out. You're, d- you're done. <laughs> but, but he looked cool. I thought in, in this ep- episode, he didn't look yeah. like the action figure. I mean, he did a little, but he just looked more, he looked less like a guy in bandages and more of just a dude that's, a bounty hunter or soldier fighter, whatever. Well, he gets to talk in this episode too, which is kind of cool. You know, mm-hmm. got like and a British he, accent. He also does uh, a similar attack move as uh, Tech in the Bad Batch. He throws those sticky like EMP grenades or whatever. Oh, and very nice. Stick them, sticks them to those bad guys and zaps them all. So I wonder if that's got to be where the idea for Tech came about, I would think. Tick. Tick. <laughs> yeah. Like shortly after there, they you know, boss takes everybody in and then you see uh Boba Fett and um he calls him boss, right? So I mean that's 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 telling right there. That uh Boba Fett is the is the leader guy. He's the leader guy. But like does Boba Fett look different to you? At uh, 351? I mean, he looks like a little kid. Yeah, but he doesn't look like like he did in um, Attack of the Clones. He looks a little oh, skinnier. Yeah. Shaved his head. Oh, he shaved his head? Yeah. I think his face looks a little bit longer, you know? Um, He's also animated in this. He was a real person in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, but his face is like more like <laughs> chiseled as opposed to like rounder. And, you yeah. Know, like he's been working out. Yeah, like he's been working out exactly. Yeah, it's possible. He to me, he just looks like, um, you know, like all the clone troopers in the Clone Wars, but just young. Like they did a really good job. Like I paused it at what three fifty six, and he's. Yeah. Basically, Captain Rex or Fives or Echo or any of those guys, just little kid form. Yeah, he's got like a like a man face, but like a like a little body. <laughs> I'm a chicken hawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally 
totally it. That's totally it. That's the inspiration for Boba Fett. <laughs> the chicken hawk. Uh, who's Foghorn, Foghorn Langhorn then? Well, that that big that big uh, droid he's got in the background there. I say oh. I say I say now, nah, boy. I say a uh, boba. Uh, now I uh, say a uh, boba. <laughs> Don't you go thinking you're the boss now, uh, boba boba. Uh, I say I say boba. <laughs> it's an interesting name too for the droid high singer i don't know i don't know sounds like sounds like a beer right and and really like why didn't they just use an ig droid they've totally they've been in the clone wars so there's yeah. no reason for them to not use them he, he needs and he's in yeah i mean if you take most of these bounty hunters are in that scene you know where that uh, vader is is grounding up <laughs> yeah. all the bounty hunters on uh, the, that uh, star destroyer Mm-hmm. Which those people show up pretty quickly, if you ask me. Like they must be on call. Oh I mean, yeah, not, not to you know what I mean, but like they're <laughs> like they're like they're gone, and he's like amassed all these bounty hunters in like five seconds. So it's like okay, <laughs> thank you guys for answering my call so quickly. Well, you know, we were we were in the area getting some uh, fuel and yeah. some soup. You know, <laughs> obviously work has been a little dry, so like obviously you guys are. You know, chomping at the bit to get back at it here. <laughs> but we got a live one for you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this High Singer droid, he, aside from the head, looks like an IG droid anyway. So, I mean, why draw someone now? Eh, let's just make something new for the heck of it. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't do anything for me. Right. I was like, I was like, you know, where's there's, uh, I think in this season, season four, there were IG 86 droids. Like, you know, not IG-88 or IG-11, but it's it's the same darn droid. They worked with Cad Bane, I think. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, um, I like this Lats Razi girl, though. She's kind of a, a tough one, a tough cookie. She's all not intimidated at all by Ventress. She's kind of right in her face. I yeah, like she is. About her. Yeah, she seems like she's got a pretty dark past. Yeah. As she draws uh, on. They don't really say what the mission is until they're on the ship, right? Yeah, they do just say, they just talk about that they need, they need six people. One, yeah. Two, three, four, five, and then Dengar, which to me means like, okay, like if you're at this point, you don't know what's going to happen. Like there's specific jobs that need to happen or, or something, you know, or it should just be like, um, just writing. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, just to make the, everything work i know and it's funny because in in the notes i made and i put mission details by regasso guy blah because <laughs> <laughs> so just like i i tuned out both times i watched it but the one thing i did pick up on is the the six bounty hunter thing um uh boba fett asks him why he would hire six bounty hunters to protect cargo now they don't tell anyone what the cargo is until later right um but this part is just it's silly to me he's like there's a group of marauders that would like nothing more than to hijack my master's cargo so far my men have been ineffective against them my thinking and i know that there's other ways to look at it but my thinking is if your men have been ineffective against them how do you still have the cargo shouldn't the marauders have been able to successfully take it from you (laughs) Yeah, it's just you know. Oh, but hold on, Marauders. We're gonna bring in some bounty hunters, and they're gonna they're gonna help us out. It just seemed very convenient. I'm not trying to nitpick it, but it just seemed very convenient and kind of silly to me. 
Right. So it's not like a heist job. It's a protection job. It's a security yeah. job, which is like odd for bounty hunters to be doing. Like you could find any mercenary, any merc group that'll that's for hire that, um, you know, that should be able to take the job. I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, they got bills to pay in Indian. They'll take anything. So what about, what, what specifically about this job is it that they need these bounty hunters for? And how did they find them? Yeah. Like, the, 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 they, they just put the call out to Boba and they were like, Boba, like find, find some of your friends and, you know, get a little troop together so you can protect this cargo. I kind of have a feeling that it was all Dengar's plan. Dengar oh. is the mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dengar, the butt of many jokes. <laughs> Dengar's probably like the toughest guy in the crew. I know. Whatever right. happened? What 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 is the story of Dengar? When's the last time we see him? Um in the Year expanded universe stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> no, but that's fake. That's not fake, but that's like not canon. Like the when expanded universe is real, man. Oh, okay. Okay. This Disney stuff doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I have no idea. This is the first time I, I've no Dengar is in the freaking rise of Skywalker. Why? Dude. Uh, it's so goofy. You need to find it now. Hang on. Yeah. Great. Now we need to look it up. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to pause this podcast. Um, <laughs> to you know search we're gonna put a call out for dengar and then rise of skywalker um he's on uh what is it um kajimi kajimi oh he's on that is that 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 planet with uh of uh, what's his name the little guy fisk if, oh yeah yeah babu frick babu frick yeah hey hey the best character well i wouldn't say the best character but one of the best characters in the sequel trilogy right <clears throat> um gosh it's gonna be hard to find isn't it Damn good. there's the red eye c3po right so it was before right. that so he's a ch- chilling in a chair in that one too while they walk by yeah like uh you know john williams is in the bar in that right what ah oh, dude he- all right, sorry, we're talking about the sequel trilogy again. We said we wouldn't. <laughs> See the tie-in? <laughs> but this is all about, you know, Commander Quattro's just wants to just wants to know what happened to Dengar. Yeah, He's like worried like, about you know, him. I well, can care more, less, but I'm thinking like, you know, what happened to the man? Like, is he, you know, <laughs> laid out somewhere? You know, is he retired? I mean, he's, does he have a, like a beet farm? You know what I mean? Is no, he, man, he's all he's all messed up, is what it is. <laughs> okay, you'll see. Hang on. Oh, okay, here we go. At 48 minutes, 34 seconds. 48 minutes, 34 seconds. Yes. Did you, how did you find out that he's in this movie? Did someone? Um, I remember hearing about it. 48 minutes, 32 seconds. I'm looking at a guy on the with right, like, like a robot. Screen. Yeah. That's Dengar. What? Yeah. No, no, no. He's got like a robot body yeah. and like a like a weird looking head like a shriveled darth yeah. Vader looking head that's dengar and it's and he's got like this like look yeah. on his face like what happened i don't know that's that, no yeah 
they brought him back for this movie. But he's he doesn't have the thing the the ribbons on his head or the mummy ribbons. What um, happened? I don't know. Maybe the maybe he doesn't need him anymore. He's all robotic. Huh. I see three PO's all looking at him like, hey, don't I know that guy somehow? I don't know. Was <laughs> wasn't he in another movie? <laughs> Dude, he's so goofy, right? Yeah. Like the, he's just I he's don't like know. he almost has those like um those eyes, those those uh you know, from um I was thinking of Event Horizon for some reason. No. No God. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said the eyes, and it took yeah. me back to when you said the eyes. The eyes. <laughs> Don't put those eyes. Get them out of your high palms. Put them back in your head. No. Liberate me, except fairies. No, no, no. Uh, what's her name from Maz? Maz. Oh. He's got little. He's, he's got little Maz eyes. Not so yeah. big. They're you not know? so like shriveled yeah. yet. Exactly. But he's got the. You know, he's got the circle. You know, kind of like in, you know, dug in a little bit. <laughs> so. All right, and then you go to 48 minutes, 37 seconds, and you see the master composer. Oh, okay, cool. Let's check that out. Oh, okay. So he's at the bar there? Yeah, he's like the bartender. With the one eye? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I remember, I think I read a story or heard the story that J.J. Abrams uh, really wanted him to be in it. So he made it happen. Hey, that's what good producers do. Make it happen. Yeah. I mean, you the know, movie whatever. wasn't that great, but well, yeah, <laughs> you got whatever John Williams in there. Um, he accomplishes mission. I'm going to make a whole movie so I can cameo John Williams in like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still going to throw a sun, uh, a, a light flare or whatever in there. <laughs> Lens flare. Yeah. Lens flare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to this episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We I, digress. Uh, well, I mean, that was kind of me on, on my heated dengar moments here uh all right so we I'll find out go. that he you know he gets his arms cut off and he's in this like you know human lung walking human lung thing so or he's just know. you know into cybernetics a lot i don't know yeah like oops i didn't mean to cut that arm off well <laughs> i got this robot arm next to me might as well attach that <laughs> <laughs> so so do you agree with me at all about the 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 Kind of bringing in these bounty hunters seems kind of silly. If if the Marauders, you know, if um, <clears throat> what's the guy's name, Ragasso? If his people are ineffective against these Marauders, you would think that they would have mission over already. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's a setup, you know. Oh, see, I'm I wouldn't it, have even thought that. I'm thinking it's setup time, you know. Like it just seems too specific, you know. And they have yeah. like a weak, they have like a weak story going on, so. Kind of like uh, <laughs> I just rewatched some Mandalorian the other day when they're they hockey puck little baby Yoda into the- oh god <laughs> <laughs> don't remember I did I I gasped I told you that like you can go I back know. and listen to it I I like literally gasped out loud like <gasps> what <laughs> <laughs> usually we feed him in the morning but we were waiting for <laughs> 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 so, uh, so yeah the, I guess I could totally see this 
it might have made it cooler if this was a setup. I'm not dogging yeah. the episode at all. No. I'm just saying that part is silly. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, now I'm like, oh man, maybe it's not my favorite episode. As after I'm we sorry. take this deep dive, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a cool, like you know, look into like the seedier parts of you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love all that stuff. I love the the darker, like yeah, uh, underworld type of stuff. It's fun. We got a train. Everybody loves a train heist or something involving with the train. There's something about trains, mm-hmm. and carts, and, and, and the Indiana Jones, the great train robbery. Uh, you know, um, what else? You got um, Hans, uh, the solo movie. The solo movie's heist. got a train in it. Yeah. Um, train to Busan. I mean, there's like trains in movies. Oh, um, um, the one uh, Steven Seagal movie was on a train. Um, snakes on a train? Snakes on a train? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Under Siege 2 was on a train. They made a part two? They did. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah. There was so, some stuff going on on a train in one of the Harry Potter movies. Oh, there's always a train in Harry Potter movies, right? Polar yeah. Express. I mean, there's something about trains and movies. It just works. Oh, yeah, oh, always. Do you, you know why? Because the, the Lemure brothers, the Lemure brothers, the Lemure um, brothers. Yeah, that's the first thing they filmed was um, a train coming right at them. It's the first thing that's like was in like the first like motion picture. Oh, you know, a I train like pulling I know that the train pulling into the station and it was like literally coming at you at like a certain angle that like the audience never seen anything out like that before. Like they, it used to be like a like a circus attraction and. It was so like life size and they, the people in the, in the, in the audience would like gasp, you know what I mean? Cause they're like, they thought a train was coming, going to hit them. Hmm. You know, like think about seeing a movie for the first time and there's like a big, big locomotive coming at you, like steam engine and you can, you know, and you're like, Whoa, what's going on? You know, <sighs> that's really cool. I feel that's like wild. I learned that in a class or something. That sounds really familiar to me. Yeah. Look it up. It's, um, the Lemire brothers. They're like, I think they're French or something. Um, so Boba asks Regasso why they couldn't just fly down to the uh, the location, and it brought me to uh, where is the fire ex- or what do they call that ship now? The fire extinguisher, Boba Fett's slave one, fire fire starter, firestorm, something firestorm, right? Yeah. Um, so we didn't see that in here, so we already talked about that but i just i remembered at this part i'm like yeah why where's the ship because they flew in on a totally different ship yeah but they can't go they can't fly down there due to the atmosphere or something so they have to go by the sub tram it would be a ship would trigger explosives something like that so that's why they're using the train yeah it's a little you know convenient i guess yeah um but I do like the visuals of, I don't know, is that like the, the subfloor, the floor of the planet or something? Like it's all rocks with purple crystals lighting up everywhere. Yeah. That's it, pretty it, cool looking. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing I, I still love about the Clone Wars is, yeah, the, the quality of the animation and everything has gotten better over time. But I mean, we're looking at season four. I don't know. I don't feel like looking it up when it aired, but it's old at yeah. this point. But it still looks awesome. Like For they, real. It looks really, great. 
Yeah, they kept this stepping ep- up. This this episode, what, uh, twenty twelve from IMBD is what it says. Oh, okay. It's, it's amazing. You know, it's this is good for today. Yeah. yeah, looks great. And then, so these marauders. <laughs> I can't help it, and I'm not trying to make fun of anything. But when the marauders showed up, mm-hmm. I started singing "Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles." <laughs> ah, because they remind me of the foot soldiers. Heroes in a half shell, turtle, turtle power. power. Yeah. Um, when you say marauders, right? The mar- the marauders are so they, it's 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 almost like the same thing as what's going on in Solo. You know, the marauders oh. are coming. And then FS and Nest then and FS Nest, exactly with FS FS Nest. They, they had the Marauders when I was watching this this time. Like, oh, it's like FS Nest coming in to snatch up the the bound the the goods, and then like, um, you know, Han Solo and and company, but it's not his company. Um, um what's his name? Rot, um, Beckett. Beckett and company are are trying to you know do the heist for themselves. So, like two. <laughs> Yeah, okay. This is very similar. Yeah, similar like little storyline, yeah. Okay. So who who knows if they kind of like borrowed from this movie or this episode, you know? It's did I mean it's very possible. You got the sub tram, so it's like the the floaty right. train and um solo and all that. And and some precious cargo. Yeah, right. Um I mean this this part of the episode like uh it's what about 10 minutes, 45 seconds for like the next minute or two is just all action packed. Like really, I mean, would you call that choreographed, like really well choreographed the uh, fight scenes, the hand to hand combat between like Lats Razi and, and the foot soldiers. And um, like, she has like Dr. Octopus tentacle type things that she uh, uses against some of them. I thought was really cool. Uh, they tried like I think her and the droid are fighting some of the soldier or marauders, and okay. um, they try to get the cargo, and she's like, "Oh no, you don't!" and like flings one of the things to knock a guy out, and then she's got like two of them, the tentacles, and the other one grabs a guy and throws him out of the train. Um, I thought that was really cool. Oh, and then the droid, uh, where is that part? Because that was cool. He like curb stomps one of the soldiers. <laughs> oh boy, that's gr- brutal. Yeah. Again, you know, you always ask, is this a kids show? Um, right. Yeah. There's some, definitely. Yeah. But definitely it was, some brutal stuff going on in this one. Yeah, but it was all just like really well animated. It just looks like the fight, the combat, and everything looks realistic to me. Exactly. Like this, it, it just seemed like they were fighting forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, uh, it was like three episodes. I'm like, I felt like it was three episodes of fight scenes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, wow, we're just going and going and going. Like, how do they have the energy? Right. Like, good for you for your cardio. Like, it is top notch. But yeah, and the and the Marauders just like kept pouring out. So I don't I know, know. If, this, if this was like this isn't their homeland. That right? They had to have just kind of followed them here. Right. And then so yeah, and then who. So it's kind of like, you know, you know, protect that cargo, but like, where are all the guys that like, um, supposedly like, are they all dead? Like they, you know, the guy oh, that hires like, them, uh, Regasso's people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm actually, I'm playing it on my other monitor and I'm not, 
not seeing anything. Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> Lance Rossi's holding one of the soldiers and just kneeing him in the face. <laughs> 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 she throws the guy out the window. So we're at like 10 minutes, 57 seconds and Heisinger just stomps on one of them. Right. And then you go to Dengar. I think this is when Dengar uses those sticky grenades. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's using the sticky gra- grenades at like 11, 11. Something I, I want to back up just a second. All back right, to, to 10 minutes, nine seconds. Oh, that's more than a second. Yeah. Seconds. Yeah. Okay. What do you see there? Hang on. Boba Fett putting a helmet on. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, what's that armor all about? That's yeah. not, that's, that's not Boba Fett's armor. No. Like, that, like, are you sure? Like, this is supposed to be Boba Fett. Like, he doesn't look like him. <laughs> He's not wearing his armor. There's no spaceship. Like, he doesn't sound. Well, I guess it's the same voice actor. But right. Um, what's going on here? It's an imposter. Are they trying to sell us something? Like, did they be like, you know, his his name was, you know, you know, they went back and changed everything to Boba Fett. I don't know if they make it cooler. <laughs> well. I can uh, help you with that if I can mm-hmm. find the spot. I think it's right. Hang on. Should be when all these guys bust through the windows. Uh huh. Okay, there's the windows. Okay. Where's Boba? Boba Fett. Boba Fett? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Regasso actually shot somebody. Well, good for him, you know? Watch. Oh, hang on. I got to find a better spot because that was fast. If you can pause it at a good spot between uh-huh. like 1030 and 1037, uh-huh. Boba Fett whips out these handguns. The handguns, yep. And those are, I would have a hard time believing that they're not his father's guns because they oh, look just like him. There's the connection then. And he's doing it's, a Kimbo style. So, yep. There's a subtle, yeah. I got yeah, a shot the- at. 1035 where he's pointing one and it looks just like Django's pistol. So yeah, they almost look like revolvers. Yeah. I I got a 1035. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that would be it. And he's using both of them. So I don't know why he's not, I mean, I guess maybe some of the armor would be a little too big for him, but the helmet you would yeah. think he'd be wearing is his dad's helmet at this point, but for real, I know he has it, you know, he picked it up in attack of the clones. Right, exactly. He he's, he's got all the gear, you know, stored away. Um, I don't know. His dad was his dad legendary, you know, that like so like, oh, you're would that be one of the reasons all these people are hooking up with him? Like, That's oh, what I was saying earlier, you know. Oh, yeah. well, you know, Django Fett's my dad. Oh, you're all right, kid. We'll work with yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's possible. I mean, obviously he was pretty renowned to have been contacted by the Owens to be the host for the DNA, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, and then we find out in, I mean, obviously this is written after, but we find out in uh, season two of the Mandalorian that Jango Fett fought in the civil Mandalorian civil wars. So he's got to be pretty known. Right. That might be the connection that you were looking for as far as why they would work for Boba. So it's like his dad's reputation. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're anything like your father, we're in good hands. Right. Like your father before me. 
head nod, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty, that's the thing is this action scene, like you said, they just keep fighting and fighting and fighting. That's and pretty it's awesome. much like the, yeah, no, yeah, it's great. But it's like, that takes up almost the whole episode at that point. Right. Did you see at 12.05, the robot does the, um, the IG spinning around. Oh yeah. Uh, firing. Like, yep. You're right, dude. You're so right on the money. Like, why did they just make it an IG droid? I know. I mean, he's doing the same thing. Yeah, and, just, and like I said, the IG units were around at this point. So, wow. I don't know. Maybe it's a droid. Maybe Boba Fett made the droid. Who knows? Who knows? Um, there's a part too that Adventurous gets her lightsabers out. Right. And this is what I was saying. She doesn't attack anybody. Or, well, she attacks, but she cuts their weapons. Um, the they have swords. like those vibro yeah. knives or whatever. She just takes those out. She doesn't stab or slash anyone with the lightsabers. And I'm like, that's kind of like a Jedi tactic there. You know, take right. the weapons away. Take away their ability to fight. So that's why I was said at, or at the beginning that there's a lot of growth for her character in this in this little episode. Absolutely. She, She's not she's not killing these people. She's just beating them up. Um, but you see Boba Fett's crew and stuff, they're shooting away. They're they don't care. These people are in their way, they're gonna shoot them down. Right. Their job is to protect the cargo and at whatever cost. And uh you know. Right. The music's intense in this in this episode too, with the with the battle. Oh yeah. That's freaking great. Yeah. What do you think about um, the leader marauder guy? The leader marauder guy? Yeah. What the about one him? Can, the one that can fight and jump all over the place. And you think he's pretty cool? Because uh, you you don't see these guys ever again, do you? Like, Yeah, not that I know of. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what they're called. They didn't even familiar in this episode. <laughs> I know. They got like a little Prince of Persia thing kind of going. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty tough. He takes out the droid and um Lats Razi, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Man, he just doesn't, doesn't let him talk, he just takes him out. He's yeah, got he's a pretty, pretty cool BA character. Yeah, he's got a pretty cool mask. Oh yeah, that's definitely cool. Were they all like that or is it just his? Just him, I think him. He's like the uh, you know, the the head cheese of of his, you know, group. So he gets the cool mask. Hmm. Oh, no, no. You get the one with the special gold decal in the front there. This part's <laughs> cool. Uh, Regasso po- points his gun at the yeah. leader. And uh, I want what's mine. And the guy laughs and says, over my dead body. And he just whips a dagger right into his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't got time for this. Yeah. Um, shoot some Indiana Jones style. Dude, Boba shows off some skills, though, here at... Uh, I uh, might have passed it already. There's a spot where he takes out a ton of the bad guys, but then when he fights the leader, he kind of gets his butt kicked. Right, he does. But I think the only reason, at least in my opinion, when he's fighting the leader, he gets distracted by the girl. Boba does. And I think yeah. that's what makes him lose the fight. Otherwise, I mean, he was putting up a good fight against the guy. And that are you talking like at fifteen minutes? Um, let me see. Uh, a little before fifteen minutes. Okay, like a little. Yeah. Like, like she she comes out of the of the 
box or whatever that she was in the crate yeah the crate yeah i think yeah i think this is what i was talking about trying to find um a connection to the um to the new to the boba fett that we're going to be seeing in the in the show okay like he's he's concerned about her yeah you know? like immediately immediately like his mm-hmm. instincts are to protect her she's a child like you know what i mean all of this is pointing to him being a good guy at heart yeah which is like completely you know opposite of how he was introduced you, you know what i'm saying you mean in, back in, in, in the, the in star wars days yeah in the ot he's just like a he's uh just a brick wall of just, scum and villainy and yeah mm-hmm. just like just you know you know he's no good to be dead you know yeah like just like it's just like i'm on a mission here get out of me you know i need to get that guy to boba fett you know he doesn't yeah. even use that many words like he's, he's got like six words right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but like here he's like concerned about this little girl that pops out you know and he's like oh boy then I, I gotta you know i gotta help her you know i'm not looking to like i'm not looking out for me like i'm looking out for her right like, now what is the deal with that well first just to touch on the animation quality once again at fourteen fifty nine, when he says what mm-hmm. the look on this cartoon face looks concerned. Yeah. I just happened to pause it right at that point. <laughs> and I, I know his like, mouth is open and everything and he's just yeah. right back in the eyes. It's all the eyes. It's in, yeah. He goes right into protective mode. Um, yeah. Not realizing that she doesn't need to be protected by this guy, but She's right. And yeah, exactly. Like his instinct was protect mm-hmm. vulnerable, innocent child in the middle of a battle must protect her. Like, you know, like, where does that, you know, where does that come from? Like what happened? I mean, obviously he lost his father, right? And she, or his clone is his clone. Is it brother? I don't well, know. We had that. We talked about that before, but I mean, matter. we really just refer to him as father yeah. and son. Right. I mean, it just makes them and like even in hang on, even in the under the helmet thing, uh, Daniel Logan said to Tamura Morrison, well, I guess I'm going to be your son in this uh, this one or whatever. And I guess he called him son and he called him dad right after that. Just so they like got right into character. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So he's the host. Right. So I would think that that would be more like a father than brother. All the clones are brothers because they're from one host, one uh, parent. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. You made me think about that for a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Right. My brother's father's former clone. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What does that make us? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) So. Yeah. So, yes, that's my strategy. I, I, I didn't follow your logic at all. But like, let's move forward. So I'm just going to agree. <laughs> you didn't follow my logic. At all. <laughs> huh. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I lost you at father, brother, cousin. Okay. okay. I'll take your word for it, though. Yeah. But you had that you had the right. Like, did you figure it out? <laughs> I mean, all I was saying was, you know. You were, you were, I think, trying to say maybe that Boba and Django were brothers. Yeah. But right. they're not because Django was the host, the 
provider of the DNA. So he yeah, would but be there's the dad. But they, yeah, but there's no mother, right? Unless there was a mother. I we've had we've talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Anakin didn't have a father, but he had a mother, right? Just to confuse you even more. <laughs> yeah, my head is spinning. <laughs> How many fatherless mothers do we have? Motherless people <laughs> on a ship. Yo, I knew it. <laughs> Surrounded by fatherless, motherless people. <laughs> I think maybe you need to have a, a sip of coffee out of your Clone Army Radio coffee mug. Brought to you by, um, you know. Us. Our trooper fries. Yep. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, Too much fun tonight. Right. So. We find out in Boba's confusion, he gets knocked out and the girl, her name is Pluma, calls out, brother, you came for me. Pluma. So, yeah. That means like pen in Spanish. Huh. So do they write with her? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she's a writer. Maybe. But I was confused by this as far as I originally thought that they were... You know, like that was her boyfriend or something, you know, because mm -hmm. she was being sold to some s creepy dude to right. uh, be his wife. The married, thought, right. Yeah. And I thought that this guy was like, yeah, I mean, either way, it's cool. You know, right. her brother, her older brother, I'm assuming is protecting her. She, he knows that she's not going to be safe with this guy and he's trying to rescue her. Well, successfully rescues her really i mean right with the help of you know a sith lord uh, really <laughs> well she's not really a sith lord but i just wanted to say that so i don't know uh, she's got the red lightsabers that's a dead giveaway so you think she is a sith lord a sith lord a sith lord <laughs> <laughs> oh nice dude I love that when Ventress uses like the force, like um, grab. It is just yeah. like intense looking at 16, like 18 or something like that. I mean, and she just, she just like throws it in like mid punch. Like she punches, punch, punch, force grab. And it's just like, oh my God, that's a sweet action. You know, she knows how to fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Cause she like lifts him, slams him, and then throws him. Right. Oh, he I mean, does have a name, Chrismo. Sixteen nine. He's she's force she's force grabbing him up in the air, and her hands yeah. are all like contorted and everything. It's just awesome looking. Like that. That's a good screenshot. Is this the part when her and Pluma talk? Probably. Is this really necessary? None of this was my choice. I never asked to be ripped away from my home. From. My family. You'll never know what it's like. I wish I didn't, but I do. I, I love the way this is. I want to say it's shot, but it's I don't know if they use cameras with animation, you know, but the way that they move the camera like from below and up towards the back of Ventress and then turn to her face and she's got her eyes closed at. Mm -hmm. 1708 okay so they push in mm -hmm. and then she's got it yeah and then they, and they push into her face right and then she opens up her eyes yeah what do you think 
is going on in her head when she's standing there with her eyes closed, listening to this to uh, Pluma talking to her. Yeah, she's remembering something. Mm-hmm. An event. Yep. She okay. um she knows exactly what it's like. Okay. And the music is also like kind of like a sad emotional tone with this part. Well, you got me in suspense. <laughs> well, she says she says to the girl, to Pluma, after a long pause, she goes, I wish I didn't, but I do. Meaning, you know, you'll never know what it's like. I wish I didn't, but I do. Um, she's remembering her past. She was ripped away. Well, she wasn't necessarily ripped away, but she was sold. Uh, was she sold into slavery? Uh, you know who Mother Talzin is, right? Yeah. Okay, the the Night Sister Witch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mother Talzin was forced to give Ventress over to slavers. Okay. When she was younger. Yeah, that, that um, sucks. Yeah. Uh, Ventress was also a Jedi. Wow. A Jedi youngling or Padawan. She was? Yeah. And she watched her Jedi master get killed. Oh. Dooku was her you know, Sith master and he betrayed her. Her mother died. Like mother Talzin died. Like there's all kinds of like bad stuff that has happened to Ventress. And I think that she can really relate to this girl. You know, she's, she's lived. I think she's, she doesn't know at this time what Pluma has, you know, why Pluma is the cargo. I don't think. Okay. But I think she's like, this girl's going to end up on a path like me. It, yeah. It's like she understands the whole somebody capturing her, not capturing her, but like someone like grabbing her and um, forcing her to be somewhere else, not of her choosing. It's like she under, she, she identifies with that like kind of situation. Yeah. She right. knows, she knows what it's like to be ripped away from yeah kind of put in chains and yeah taken somewhere for, for someone else's gain right and not be able to live her own life um Which, oh what she's it, doing now you know she's, she's free now so I, I think that that leads to what she ends up doing now ventress that, that little is that the tattoo is that a tattoo or a little bit of dribble coming out of her out of her mouth? <laughs> it's a little chalky milk. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of blue blue milk from. I mean, she was on tattooing, so she could have stopped over in, um, you know, the Lars's for a quick for a quick one. You know, you know, throw a little Bailey's in there too, just to you know spike it. You know, nice. <laughs> it's I think an odd spot for a tattoo. Not gonna lie, I but know. I think it's part of her race. Oh, okay, it's um, just it, it's got to hurt. I mean, I, I don't I don't have any, but like to get a tattoo on your like your on, on your chin oh, like yeah. that, that's got to be something. So after all this, what Ventress kind of talks to Boba Fett, and she wants to get her share. Yeah, she wants to get her share of the bounty, but um, or no, she wants the bounty. Her half, I think she right. says. And Boba's like, you'll get your share. And she's like, you know, there's only two of us left thinking 
why the heck should we split it with the other ones? I don't know if she thinks they're dead or, or they just right. don't matter or what. But Boba, he kind of ticks her off here. Yeah. <laughs> she, she like grabs his, his mouth, you know, his cheeks. Don't test right. me, boy. <laughs> I know. She likes to put people in their place. It's funny because she always flirted with Obi-Wan, but everybody else she puts in their place. She's got <laughs> a thing she for our boy. For Obi, oh, right? I beat you to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but you and then, and then here's the thing. Um, so Boba gets duped, you know, Boba ends up being a pawn in this episode. You know what I mean? But I don't think this is going to sit well with them. You know what I mean? I think Boba is going to remember the times that he lost, you know, he's, He's a pretty proud guy, and uh, I think this will shape this the, this event in this episode will shape what's to come in um, the the show that we're going to watch. Oh yeah, absolutely! It already does a little bit um, in the Dark Disciple. They kind of run into each other, and he's not happy with her. Okay, <laughs> yeah. as you could tell. I mean, he she totally yeah. Dupes yeah. him, like you said. So, um, but yeah, I I think Boba Fett's probably got some solid life experience to where hopefully in this uh the book of Boba Fett, you know, he knows to cover his butt, which is right. probably a big part of why he has Fennec Shan on, you know, right next to him. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully and- she doesn't betray him, because that would suck. Exactly. And, and, he, and he knows, like, you know, if he's going to be a criminal boss, underworld guy, you know, like you can't, you can't be watching over. I mean, you, there's just too many people coming after you, you know, mm-hmm. you got to, you got to, you, you know, you can't go toe to toe all the time. You got to, you know, we got to outwit and outplay and outlast your enemy. So I think he's going to come bearing gifts at the beginning and, but, you know, slowly and surely. I could only see it going one way. He doesn't seem, you know, he doesn't seem like he likes losing. So oh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. You know, and I think this is one of the times he lost and this is why he, uh, he makes sure to, to cover all the angles. I mean, this character's had kind of a messed up story from the first time we see him. Uh, well, okay. In chronological order, I guess from the first time we see him in attack of the clones, you know, he sees his father get decapitated, right? tries to get revenge and that goes south. Um, he gets screwed over by Ventress here. He gets swallowed by a Sarlacc. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, He's got a tough life, man. Yeah. This is how you build characters, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you beat the heck out of them. <laughs> I know. You, you get, you, then they get eaten and you bring them back to life and then you, you reinvent him and you, you know, you pump new life into them and, and he's off to the races and he's a bunch of new adventures. But I, I think if you want to, if you're, um, if you're looking for like the, a, a good Boba Fett, you know, as we knew him in the trilo- original trilogies, like I said, like uh, try to get those dark horse comics. They made a, they made a bunch of like one shot, like story comics um, with Boba Fett in them. And they're all excellent. They're all, you know, and they're all, you know, done very well, and um, and they're they're great. They're a great place to to like. If you if you like that version of, of Boba Fett, 
you know, it's a great spot. So I got to round them all up and read them again. And before all this, all this, um, Boba Fett fanfare is going to come out because it's going to change. I mean, Boba Fett's going to change. Like Disney's going to change them. You know, we're going to learn a lot about them. And, you know, so this will be my last, um, you know, it'll be my last connection that I have to my old Boba Fett, you know? So that's probably Mm -hmm. what I'll do between now and, um, and when the show comes through, comes in, you know, just go back, revisit my, my OG Boba Fett, the cold blooded calculating, you know, (laughs) sinister, you know, yeah, because I don't think he's going to be like that anymore. I no, think he's, I don't think he's not. He's going to be like either good guy or anti-hero or it's hard to say. Um, right. I kind of want to wrap up this Clone Wars episode real quick. Oh, yeah. Just, I'm, I'm, just I'm for good. anyone, just for anyone that's, you know, interested in knowing how he got duped. Basically, Ventress force chokes Boba. She makes a deal with Pluma and her brother to get more money. And puts Boba in the the how to say the cargo the crate and gives him over to whoever Rogasso's boss is, some creepy guy. <laughs> and uh, she leaves. She gets her money from Pluma and the brother, but then she does something I didn't think she would do. She meets up with Lats Razi and Bosk. I don't know if Dengar was there. He might have been getting a cybernetic arm or some new yeah. bandages or something, but uh, she takes her cut out of the box, out of the briefcase and gives them the rest so they can split it. And even says, you know, make sure Boba gets his cut. I'm like, she didn't have to do that. She could have just taken all of that money and took off. Right. So I thought that was really cool. She's building some, a reputation, you know? Yeah, like, right. You know I mean? she, yeah. she might run into these people again in the future and she doesn't want to have, you know, that, you know, they have to work out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they thought that she was going to stick around and be a part of the team. And she's like, no, you know, I have, a, I have a different future. I can't remember exactly how she says it. And she walks off into the non-sunset, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but it sends her on her path to a, a different life but i mean that's pretty much it boba's all mad he you know they open the crate and boba's in there <laughs> yeah so this is this is what you know one other thing i've been thinking about are we gonna see ventress asajj ventress in the boba fett series probably not what yeah all, all of that for nothing <laughs> i mean it would be great but it's extremely slim. I mean, it would be freaking cool as heck. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a live action uh, Ventress. I mean, she's, she is so great looking, you know, like, I mean, her character just like awesome. Yeah. She's, I don't know. She's, uh, she's got a lot of backstory. I right. mean, she's got all that time in the Clone Wars from the, the theatrical Clone Wars film to the series. Um, I mean, I was surprised when, like I said, when I went to go build the lightsaber and, uh, you know, in galaxy's edge, they mentioned the size of Ventress and I'm like, Whoa, what was, what's that all about? Like, I didn't know that she was like that. I mean, well, maybe, maybe she does have a future here, you know, 
if they're like promoting her at 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 that park. Yeah. You know? Maybe there's a future. Anything but, can happen in Star Wars. Yep. It so, usually does. It usually and does. <laughs> dead emperors come back to you right. know, hang like, from something to you know, wreak havoc. That <laughs> someone really, hung him on a hook. Yeah. You shouldn't hang me on a hook. <laughs> <laughs> you stay right there. I'm going to come get you. I ain't going nowhere. I'm just going to look menacing and talk. <laughs> I'm going to say we should do Let's some do trivia. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think we really need to letter grade the episode. I think it was a good, my second rewatch of it. I was kind of picking up more on, you know, what you were looking for in the episode. Like the first time through, I was like, ah, you know, and I saw some Ventress stuff. And then the second time I'm like, oh, okay. You know, we're seeing Boba Fett as a leader. And that's mm-hmm. what we're more than likely going to see in, in the book of Boba Fett. So I was starting to put the pieces together. Right. Um, yeah. So it's just like a little like origin-ish story of, of Boba Fett. Not so much his origin, but you know, one of his trials and tribulations that could for that could, you know, form what we see on screen coming up in a few weeks here. So it's pretty he's, cool. He's, I definitely think he's not, he won't trust anybody other than Fennec. Right. And I think it comes back to this episode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if, you know, if any of them are thinking about that, cause Dave Falone, well, Katie Lucas wrote this episode, so who knows, you know, mm-hmm. but, all right. So trivia. This is where the fun begins. Oh, this is going to be easy. Man, I got to get some different lighting down here. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Numero uno. Who mm-hmm. had who had to inform Princess Leia that the shield doors to the rebel base on Hoth had to be closed for the night? Oh, that guy. Was it Cliff Clavin from Cheers? No. No. Was it? Do you want me to read off the list? If you know it, if you know it, then... Um, is Major Durlin. Major okay. Durlin was uh, with John Ratzenberger. Okay. And guess which letter the answer is? C. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was for me, that's easy. I have the Hoth set up over there. I have the action figure of the guy. So, right. You know. And he doesn't fall over. No, he does not. Well, good for but him. Dengar is the only one. Good for him. <laughs> it's uh, funny isn't that funny you hate the character and it like is a problem for you <laughs> like that like the, like the, the figure is a problem <laughs> for you so you like double hate this character <laughs> well no i mean hate's a harsh word okay you I despise just, or dislike I, I can't stand him <laughs> <laughs> that's my dad joke for the day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't stand him. Wait, you, you don't like him? No, I can't stand him up. <laughs> oh, yes, and I do not like him. <laughs> Uh, all okay. right. Too what hard. Did, <laughs> what did the Millennium Falcon's log read when the Imperials checked it on the Death Star? The crew abandoned ship right after takeoff. The crew abandoned ship right after jumping out of hyperspace. The crew abandoned ship before entering hyperspace. The crew was taken prisoner by pirates. Uh, the crew uh, abandoned ship right after takeoff. Why would they do that? I thought there was a gas leak or something and they abandoned ship. No, that was the Force Awakens. Oh, geez, Louise. Right? Yeah, you're right. With those uh, alligator things. Right. Wrath Tars. The Wrath Tars. Um, hmm. I don't know. This is in A New Hope, right? Mm hmm. Come on, we should know that one. I think it's A. Backwards and, backwards and forwards. What's what's A again? Can you repeat? A and B are very similar, I think. Um, the crew abandoned ship right after takeoff. Or okay. B, the crew abandoned ship right after jumping out of hyperspace. I think it, I want to say B. All right. Yeah, B sounds pretty good. I feel like it's yeah. A. I don't know. D is right out. Four shalt thou not count, neither count thou two. Accepting that thou then proceed to three. Five is right out. Huh. Um, all right, you want to go B? I want to go B. All right, we're going B. And it's A. Oh. <laughs> we just oh, yeah. we just proved that we don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I did it, yeah, I thought it was A. So yeah, so we were we were we put our chips on B, but like we were really thinking it's probably A. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you got to gamble sometimes. Yep, exactly. Only when I order out. Um, ha! <laughs> <laughs> All right. They went out of business like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the meat crawling on the fridge. Sure you want to, don't want to stay for a bite to eat? <laughs> All right. Trivia question number 10. Let's do it. Oh, I'm sorry. Number three. Uh, who ordered? No. Who? Wait, what? Who? Who? Yeah, get used to this. Episode 100 is coming up. And uh, <laughs> that's what we predicted. We would do 100 trivia questions. <laughs> I mean, so. we're going to have to have like some guests on, you know, to do some of those, I think. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. If like, That's a good point. Like, if anybody wants to come on our show and like, you know shoot the breeze with us like you're more than welcome one you just need to have your own clone um clone name you know what i mean just come 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 prepared with the clone name right but you know come on ready yep okay who are depicted on the pylons at the entrance to the jedi temple a the founder jedi B, the four masters. C, the mysterious four. Ooh, B, I like this the question. Four founders. Yeah, it's a bunch of this, fours in this there. Is my, the, this is my question. I guess it was made for you. 
All right. Well, I'm going to say the Mysterious Four is not. That's not a Jedi thing. I don't think. Okay. Um, the four founders, the founder Jedi, the four masters. I feel like maybe the four masters could be. It's, you know what's weird is like knowing that there's four masters or four founders, whatever this answer is going to be, it's going to pique my interest to find out more about these people. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I never put any thought Me into neither. it. So yeah. that's the first I hear of it, but I'm totally, yeah. I'm totally want to know more already. I'm, I'm totally peaked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that being said, I don't know. I want to say the four masters, dude. It just sounds right, okay. but it's probably wrong. Okay. I'm with you. All right. Going with you. Yeah. All Whoa. Right. We got it. All right. So like, <laughs> what's, what's Wikipedia say about, or, or Wikipedia say about that? We'll figure it, you know, we'll talk about that in a later episode, but I'll probably forget about it by the time yeah. we're done recording. So I'm going to put it in my Google search now. <laughs> the four masters. Because I mean, I'm sure they set they set up a lot of precedent enough for them to get statues. So that's kind of a big deal. Okay. Oh, we got one more. Okay. What is your name? <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the capital of Arcidia. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> Where was Darth Vader sent on his first mission? Darth Vader? Yes. Um, Lord, was he Lord Vader at the time? Uh, there's, there's a. Oh, I know, I know, that's I know. Making me think that it is. I know. He was sent to the Jedi Temple to kill the younglings. Yes. Slaughter them if, if he has to. Do what must be done, Lord Vader. Yes. Yes, Jedi Temple C. Got it. It was C. Oh, well, how about that? <laughs> I didn't want to read the answers because I feel like if I read the answers, you would have gotten it easy. So, yeah. I mean, you still got it pretty easily. But. Do you do you think uh, that, that, I mean, that scene just like, uh, every time I think about it, I, I cringe. Like, not cringe, but like, I, it's just like, it's it's just awful that he's got to do that. Um, do you think it was hard for, for George to like write that scene or, or, or you know what I mean? Be like, oh man, I... I thought this was like, you know, a family thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what went through his head for, you know, that part I'd have, I would have to think that he probably was like, what is going to make people hate this guy? That that's it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like what is his motivation for, for slaughtering all the younglings? I mean, wow. That's, that's heartbreaking one, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, we just follow with three movies of just like rooting this guy on. You know, and seeing a slow demise, but like to get to the point where he's just like a psychopath or whatever. It's I've said it before, um, but every time he's he's in that uh, the the chancellor's office, and Mace has you know Palpatine on the ground, and I'm always going, "Don't do it, Anakin! Don't <laughs> freaking do it!" I know what happens. <laughs> I saw the original. Right, it's just you know. I mean, I always know it's going to happen, but I don't want it to. Man, he was dude. He was such a cool Jedi. I know he, he was one of the best. Yeah, and you watch like the Clone Wars, and you see the kind of person he was, and he was such a good character, filled with love. Yeah, great leader. You know, 
Yeah. Excellent. You know, military guy or, you know, battle strategist. I don't know, man. It's like mm-hmm. top notch. Always helping everybody, Pretty, not yeah. just the Jedi. Brought his A game. All right, Holmes. So, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Um, thanks for tuning in as per usual. And uh, may the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be witches. I'm a chicken hawk. Admiral Yet. <laughs>